0: Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. feel good about driving, Bridgestone, your journey, our passion, and by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Hello and welcome to Auto Line Daily. I'm Frank Marcus from
1: Motor Trend filling in for John today. In a little bit, I'll share my thoughts on my test drive of the Porsche 918 Spyder. But first, let's get to today's top stories. Former Chrysler and Fisker CEO Tom Lasorda is teaming up with racing icon Roger Penske. According to Bloomberg, the two are setting up a venture capital fund called Inkwell to invest in new technology. The fund is targeting companies focused on clean energy, medical, healthcare, care, transportation and information applications, and will provide between $50,000 and $250,000 for each startup it invests in. A few years back, Daimler and Renault Nissan teamed up to share engines and produce a small car platform, and now we have new details on another project they are working on. Ward's Auto reports that Nissan will build the entry-level Mercedes CLA at its plant in Mexico as well as a new Infiniti model based on that platform, starting in 2017. A crossover vehicle for both Mercedes and Infiniti will be built on that platform as well. The CLA, which hits dealerships this fall in the US, is currently being built at Daimler's assembly plant in Hungary. Yesterday, the Autoline crew got a chance to put some miles on the new Chevy Cruze diesel. They were impressed with how quiet it was inside the cabin and really only noticed the diesel with the windows rolled down and the diesel's retuned suspension easily handled all kinds of road conditions. A well equipped cruise diesel costs just under $27,000 and is on sale right now in select dealerships. Autoline will have a more in-depth look at the new cruise diesel in upcoming shows but if you can't wait that long check out last night's Autoline After Hours with Mike Segrist, the Assistant Chief Engineer of the car. Eagle Eye staff over at my publication Motor Trends spotted what appears to be the new 2014 Mazda 3 in Bank of America Merrill Lynch's annual Car Wars analysis. The leaked image shows the hatchback will carry over Mazda's Kodo design language with long swooping lines met by hard edges and a front grille that is similar to that of the 6. But we'll have to wait for more info about the 3. Hybrid gas electric supercars with price tags bracketing a million bucks made a lot of news at this year's Geneva Motor Show. The redundantly named Ferrari LaFerrari topped the list with a 1.2 million dollar price tag and a combined horsepower rating of 950. Priced almost as dear, the McLaren P1's engine and motor will reportedly produce 903 horsepower. But the car that started this trend Porsche's 918 Spyder starts at just $845,000 and produces 887 horsepower and 940 pound-feet. Porsche will be first to market, with production starting on September 18th. Get it? And I recently got the chance to be one of the first 18 non-Porsche employees ever to drive the 918. Porsche says its big 6.8 kilowatt-hour plug-in battery and two electric motors differentiate the 918 from its competitors, providing up to 18 miles of electric range, accompanied by a Tron-like whirring sound, and all-wheel drive acceleration to 60 miles an hour in what feels like less than the claimed 7 seconds. And on the European combined fuel economy cycle, it's reportedly registering over 70 miles per gallon. But toe into the throttle past about 70% and the flat plane crank V8 roars to life, with its exhaust barking out the top of the engine just two feet back from your ears. Now you're in hybrid mode, which still optimizes for fuel economy. The sport and racing modes keep the engine on for maximum performance, like 0-60 to in 2.8 seconds. Race mode works harder to keep the battery full, and a hot lap button temporarily allows the system to discharge the battery deeper than usual to deliver maximum thrust. What struck me most during my brief lapping session was how easily this all-wheel drive supercar delivers its stunning performance. The brake pedal feels firm and linear with no hint of handoff from regenerative to carbon ceramic braking, the thrust from the two motors and that Le Mans derived V8 is otherworldly, and despite full throttle acceleration out of every turn, my more careful braking into the turns left the battery with more energy than it had at the beginning of my session. If you've got the 845000 to spend, get your order in quick. Half of the planned 918 copies are already spoken for. Coming up next, a look at how automakers need lighter
0: materials to meet stricter fuel economy standards. Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate Structural Adhesives. Lighter, Stronger, Safer, DowBetamate.com Over the next decade, automakers
1: must achieve tougher fuel economy standards. One way to do that is to cut weight from the car, and that's the topic on Auto Line this week. In the following clip, Carlo Vilo, the, the head of R&D at Nissan in the U.S., explains just how much weight needs to be cut from vehicles for automakers to meet the standards. Tell us and the audience, just how important is light weighting to your efforts to improve fuel economy?
2: Yeah, I would say at this point, you know, if you look at all the things comprehensively that we're doing to improve fuel economy, Um, light weighting is going to get us to the next level. If you look at what we've done in powertrains right now we're probably at about eighty percent, ninety percent of what we can eke out of improving the engine and plus our CVTs and efficiencies. You look at all the other loads coming into the system and and we're about there. Aerodynamics, we're going to reduce it as much as we can but that has its limits too. So then you're looking at we need about a thirty percent weight reduction over the next few years to meet the upcoming standards.
1: Oh my gosh, 30 percent. Thirty
2: percent, And right now we've probably done five to seven, so So we have a lot more to go.
1: In pounds, that's what, almost a thousand pounds a vehicle? Almost,
2: almost. Wow, that's a lot of weight. Amazing amount, yes. And and I
1: gotta tell the audience, this is an industry that fights over every gram, so to say that you're going to take out almost a thousand pounds is an enormous effort.
2: Right, and we look at fuel economy all the way down to 0.1, 0.01 MPG when we're trying to find every element to to hit the target.
1: Also joining John for that show is Frank Mocker from CSP Plastics and Rose Rintz from IAC. You can watch that entire show right now at Autoline.tv or check your local public television listings to see if Autoline airs in your area. And that brings us to the end of today's show, but a quick programming note. The Autoline crew is taking Monday off to honor Memorial Day in the U.S. So that means no new Autoline daily. And with that, I'm Frank Marcus from Motor Trend. Thanks for watching and have a great weekend.